to Season 5, Episode 3 of Buzzwords, Conversations About Teaching and Learning at SU, where we talk about working, learning, transforming, and performing at Shenandoah University. I guarantee you it's a lot more than that. Oh, thank you, Joey. Joey just piped in and said he guarantees it's a lot more than that, and we hope it will be. We would like to thank our sponsor, SU's Transformative Teaching and Learning Team, led by Jess, does that make sense, Clausen. So thank you, Jess, and the TTL Center. I'm Scott King. I'm a professor in the psychology department. I am one of our hosts for today's episode. We've got producer Sean here. Uh, Sean, thank you, as always, for producing. My other host sitting across from me. Hi. I'm Melissa Smeltercraft. I was just noticing how you're SK and I'm MSK yeah. on all the notes and how um, JG just doesn't flow didn't like fit. at all. Yep. Like I think we can break off here and really explode is what my point yeah, is. It's some, something with that SK thing. Very SK centric. Yeah. Melissa Smeltercraft, head women's basketball coach here. It's game day. Oh yeah. It's officially basketball season. We're still in semester, so I'm an adjunct professor here as well. Um, but yeah, it's officially basketball season, but it feels like summer outside. I know. Amazing. I love it. Um, big news. Huge we news. have an Instagram. That's right. As per Shamira's, I'm going to make sure she follows this account. Does she? Did she uh, join from SU Hornets? Yeah, the Hornets Athletics. Yes, so that's Shamira. Us. So it's it's just SU bud, buzzwords, excuse me. <laughs> and it's really, you know, I think Scott's done a good job just watching and observing this. He didn't consult with me at all about any of the content. So <laughs> whether you like it or hate it, it's Scott. Um, he's bringing this podcast to life, and that's I'm right. really happy. Scott, you know, walk us through your Instagram journey. Well, you know, we started this podcast. <laughs> When spring of 21, and we thought back then email might be enough, and now you know two and a half years later we've we've entered the 2000s. We have an Instagram account uh, at Shamira's recommendation about like two or three months ago. She told us we should do it, and I finally you know went on there and set up an account. It's SU Buzzwords. We got a good um, username, I guess you call it on Instagram. So look for SU Buzzwords as an account. We already have 12 followers. Wow. And only half of those are people we're married to or related to. <laughs> so, I am one of them. Yeah, we got, um, oh, Emily, good friend of the pod, Hollins. She was one of our early follows. And Emily actually contributed. Wait, stop. We have 13 followers. Oh, we've already gained one. Awesome. We are equally following 12. So yes. I don't know if All that's right. Maybe I mixed up my, my followers and following. Um, yeah, Emily Hollins is one of those followers, and I want to thank Emily for contributing uh, at least one picture so far. She gave us a picture of the, um, her interpretation of the Brandt parking garage. So we, we put that on there. We put Kim Newberry's drawing of me driving with my foot up on the dash. It's an excellent drawing. It is very good. <laughs> um, that's up there. We've got a, a in memoriam drawing of Joey Gariziak from the uh, the esports lounge in um, HHH. That's on there. We might take a picture after today's episode. I think explaining every post is very Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Shemira, it works. we're reverting back. That's how it works, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep it moving because you're just going to go through the details Well, you much. wanted the full the full. I story. wanted to understand your journey to, to having your first Instagram, but we digress. So I'm going to real respect <laughs> him. Okay. Our music is Back to Cool by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. We're up to 2.7 thousand downloads mm -hmm. from SU Buzzwords. 
your shocked face, Jeff, is... Yeah, now that's over three years or so. It's spooky season's really done. Good. You're shocked. Um, wow. SUBuzzwords.podbean.com. You can also get this on Apple Podcasts. We have 14 five-star ratings. Uh, follow, rate, and review us there on Apple Podcasts. Are we on Spotify yet, Sean? No. Okay. <laughs> that, one that, one <laughs> monumental journey, thing Sean, at a time. Sean says no. That may be a running bit on the show. We'll, we'll just ask Sean every, Are we on Spotify? every month. Are we on Spotify? And we'll get the, the quick note so and, and move on. So I can only imagine that the, the impact that we've had is far greater than these numbers. Yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah, um, Our guest today is Dr. Jeff Marlott. Um, welcome, Jeff. Thank you. And you said my name perfectly. Oh, okay. That you was know, we had an, not not a, not a, yeah. Correct me. Go. Say your Marlott. name. Marlatt. Yeah. Well, that's the Staten Island in me. I can't. I can't with shut like, that off. With like the Midwestern lat. Exactly. I'm from it's, Indiana. It's like Labatt. It it's like Labatt blue, <laughs> yes. according exactly. to Scott. Got all it. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Perfect. All right. Jeff is interim dean and professor of music, music education at Shenandoah Conservatory. Jeff has held a faculty appointment in music education since 2006 and holds the Charlotte A. and Vern E. Collins Endowed Professorship in Music. He has some degrees, Butler, Northwestern, and Temple, and joined the conservatory, excuse me, conservatory after 18 years of teaching in elementary, middle, and high school and collegiate music programs in Indiana, Pennsylvania, Ooh. and Ohio. He tries to be a better teacher every day. Jeff lives in Winchester with his wife, Tracy, and their two cats, Sweet Pea and Bert. Jeff, it's an honor to have you here. I love you. Uh, thank you. You're just you such a gem. Oh, Indeed. That is so nice. It's good to have a, a fellow Hoosier on the show. W would you call yourself a Hoosier? Oh, gosh. Yeah, it gets in you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so my wife and I were walking through the smart toy shop one time. You know, the, like the gifts that make your kids smarter. Yeah, my, like, I just take my kids to the dumb toy shop. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. Well, your kids are already smart. But so we like to spoil our nieces and nephews at the time, and we we punched on the state toy because uh -huh. all the states were in a circle, and we pu punched on Indiana, and it said Indiana, the Hoosier state. Oh, oh come on! on. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what's the? Isn't there a city in Indiana called Versailles? There is. Yeah, and, and people not in Indiana. Versailles. No, people in Indiana. People in Indiana call it Versailles, yeah. um, not not Versailles. So for them to hear Hoosier, that would Fancy. be yeah. That's they'd, funny. they'd be like, where did where did that come from? Yeah. Now, what's what's your go-to story for why it's the Hoosier State? Oh, you know that's a really good question. I wish I had an answer. I'm gonna guess it's somehow related to indigenous persons mm. and somehow a group of people that used to live there. Yeah. I, I couldn't I, tell you for sure. When I was a kid, I was like obsessed with it. And oh. we would we would talk about it in school and, you know, everybody was like, do you know why we're called the Hoosier State? And there are a few origin stories. Um, I think one has to do with like a Native American group mm -hmm. that was there. Um, one is that, you know, in like the rowdy frontier days when Indiana was this <laughs> rough state with like saloons and bars, someone would come in to the bar and everyone would say, Hoosier, like who's here, and that became Hoosier. I want to say Hoosier Daddy so bad, but I won't. <laughs> it's been said before. <laughs> it has. Um, there are T-shirts that say that. And uh, another story is that in these rowdy saloons, there'd be fights all the time, and someone's ear would get ripped off, and so people would say, "Whose ear? Whose ear is that on the floor?" To try to claim, um, you know, whose ear was laying yeah. on the ground. Melissa, you had something to say about Hoosier I was going to say, when I think Hoosier, uh -huh. I think the red and white striped pants. Yeah. 
And Bob Knight passed away this week. Rest in peace. Rest Bobby Knight, in the peace, general. Bob Knight. I will throw a chair in tonight's game in honor of oh, him. Oh, Watch out, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I will not do that. But, yeah, Bob Knight, very polarizing man. Yep. yep. Um, but it, I would identify him as Hoosier basketball. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, the general, Bobby Knight. I learned in one of his obituaries that as a, you know, employee of IU, he insisted on not earning more in salary than any regular professor would, even though he was like, you know, who doesn't do that? Any <laughs> SEC football coach who doesn't do that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think they say that uh, Dan Hurley, the UConn men's basketball coach, is the highest earning state employee in the state of Connecticut. Yeah, I, I, wow. I believe that. All these yeah, and I'm sure he's, schools. I'm sure Nick Saban is that, of, uh, but Alabama's private, so. Well, pretty, I mean, you know, every D1 football, basketball right. coach is going to earn more than the typical professor, but Bobby Knight said. That's pretty cool. You know, he insisted, you know, just pay me whatever a professor would get, you know, with my amount of years, and, you know, he had bonuses, and he had, like, stew contracts, yeah. but for his base salary. They he, could he, use that extra money to help with the therapy for his players, <laughs> so that's just how the world balances. Itself out. Yeah, yeah, maybe they did. Good old Indiana Hoosiers. All right, so Jeff from Indiana grew yeah. up there. Uh, Hagerstown, three stoplights. Uh, Eagle Scout, Ultra Boy, drum oh, major. I'm an Eagle a Scout. Student. I'm an Eagle Scout too from Indiana. We are. We are related. We're like, yeah, we both yeah. have similar haircuts. It's true. Um, listen, I'm glad you said it because it was right <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> so. Northwestern for yep. grad school? Yeah. This is a secret. I don't tell very many people. I have a master's in music theory. Uh, this is what I learned about music theory. But now everyone who teaches music theory here might be concerned after I say this. It's all made up. <laughs> it's just a way of explaining things and talking about things. Yeah. yeah I, love I mean, that. as far as theory goes, that's, that's yeah. not that different, yeah. right? Than a lot of theory. So Butler, Northwestern, Temple. So Temple was for a doctorate? Yes. I had a great experience at Butler. It reminds me of Shenandoah. Yeah. At, at the yeah. time, the size, music, theater, and dance were all together at Butler. Music, theater, and dance are all together at Shenandoah. Um, it was easy to get to know people. Yeah. Temple yeah. was huge. Yeah. Loved, loved Temple. I was in um, a PhD music ed cohort with doctoral students from all over the world. Yeah. Transformational experience. That's so, very cool. And so as a former... K through 12 teacher. Oh, yeah, we asked. We had a similar case with Andrea last month. Yeah. Um, what do you try to bring from that world to teaching secondary? So I used to tell my uh, friends when I got a college job, you know, it's kind of the same. They're just taller <laughs> because there are motivators, and you have to figure out how to keep take care of people. Um, I shared this with a former um, provost, Adrian Bloss. The thing that helped me get ready to be an associate dean or a senior associate dean or interim dean, I've been all the deans now except for the dean, um, is when I taught high school the first year, I didn't know what to do. And I had a six-period study hall of 95 students in the cafeteria. Oh, wow. So I had them sit every other chair, uh, alphabetical order, facing me. And they would get up and start to walk up to ask me something, and I would just point to them and have them sit down. I know I'm using gestures, and none, uh -huh. no one that's listening can see my <laughs> Jeff gestures. points <laughs> forward. <laughs> yes, thank you. With a downward motion. That, that's, that's power. Yeah, to be able well, to sometimes go. you just have to help people know what the expectations are and create boundaries so that everything works. And then the other thing was, when I taught elementary school, playground duty. Yeah. When someone falls down, you have to pick them up and make them feel better. So sometimes there are 
expectations to be communicated, and other times you pick people up and make them feel better. Yeah, and and at the college level, you got to do the uh, same thing sometimes. Same thing. Yeah. What made you want to come to the college level after your other experiences? Good question. So, I I loved teaching K through 12. I wanted to teach future teachers. Even this semester, I'm teaching a class in our music ed curriculum. I get to teach all of the first semester, first year music ed majors. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. That's amazing. And so by teaching the teachers, you still get to sort of, you know, indirectly affect yes. the K through 12 world. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Shall we start some segments? I would love that. Okay. Do you want me to go first? I can go first. Go ahead, Scott. Highs and lows. We all talk about our best and worst events from the previous month, previous week. Um, Melissa, you said you actually have something ready yeah, I'll for go. this. Shall you go? Um, my high, I'll go with my high. Well, I said it's game day. Basketball season is upon us. So that's super, I don't know. Exciting. It's ex yeah, that's such an overused word. Um, invigorating. Yeah. I feel alive. It's so good. Um, but my high is the weather. The weather has, this has been an unbelievable fall. And I have been trying to take advantage of the weather. I've been having some unbelievable campus walks. Yeah. And I want you to know, I just walked from, I have it here, I just walked from the Buzzy Statue at the Wilkins Center to the eSport Arena. Nice. I would like for you to guess how long it took me. Um, mm. Were you trying to, like, enjoy the walk? Um, I mean, I I'm from New York City. My first steps were jaywalking, so <laughs> no. I was enjoying it for me. Yeah, okay. I got, a I got a quick get up, though. Yeah. Jeff, what's your guess? 12 minutes. Okay. I w that's, that's a pretty long walk. I was going to... I was going to guess 12 just because I'm guessing it was fast, but I'll, I'll go 13. Okay. It was 0.86 miles. Yeah. And it was 13.36. Nice. Good. So it is nice out. We have had an unbelievable fall. Stop driving your cars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, yeah, that's my high. It's just I feel like it's been such a great fall. I know winter's going to suck, and I know you're going to complain. So yep. I'm going to – this might be the last call for nice weather, and I want to honor it. Yeah, it is November. We've had an – Unbelievable fall. Um, my low is field hockey not getting into the NCAA tournament as an mm -hmm. at-large bid. And I want you to know it's absolute <laughs> For sure. I mean, I am so upset. And it goes, it's like sadness of not winning the championship game. And I'm speaking as a fan. To just anger. They they were so good all year, and they I think they got hosed, and I'm really upset for them, and I don't know if there's anything they could do better. I mean, I think they left it all out there, and yeah. I think it speaks to the system of the NCAA, and without getting into too much of it, it's just like there's not enough spots for so many good teams, and that's probably true of all the sports. Basketball tournament, 64 teams. The field hockey is 28. Right. And that's a reflection of the ratio of teams that are participating at this level. But, man, I feel like our field hockey team should have been in, and I'm really sad for them. So that's my low. Yeah, second that. I mean, how many? There's 17 conference champs who get spots? I, I think there's less than 10 at-large bids. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I believe we were probably the first team out. Which is garbage. Yeah, we gave up 15 right. goals the whole season. Been ranked pretty We've much. We've been the ranked, whole yeah, season. and that's the thing about top 25. That's 
opinion based. This is stats, numbers based. So anyway, I can go on and on, but I won't. Yeah. That's my low. Yeah, I, I, I second that low. And your high, if I can take over here, your high was my high, the weather. I love this weather. Joey agrees with me. Um, Joey has to say. Yeah, Joey's with me again. Um, the weather's been awesome. I was, I was enjoying like the the three hour drive down to Lynchburg. Yeah, thank you for such, coming, such Scott. Such a, a scenic scenic drive. Like I it's don't, beautiful. It, that drive is yeah, so nice. Yeah, the, there's the mountains and the leaves are changing color. It's it's awesome this time of year. That that ride is not fun <laughs> on a charter bus. No, it's not, it's like puke city. Really? Um, everyone gets green faces so it was really nice to drive in a car yeah. on a fall yeah. leaf peeping type of day down yeah. to lynchburg this weekend yeah I, so weather is my high um my low is uh not not my low personally but a lot of people in arts and sciences are going through some health difficulties at the moment and i um i won't i won't announce everybody's difficulties but if some of them are our listeners and just uh we hope you can Keep that fighting spirit and um, get better, and uh, you know keep keep your head up. Everybody who's sick or been diagnosed with bad things, we are we are thinking about you. So that's my low. Jeff, what's your high and low? My high. Um, so we talked about this uh, why I decided to get into higher ed so I could teach teachers, and I was teaching last week, and I looked at uh, this uh, young man in the class, and he had an Osborne High School band T-shirt on, and so finished my sentence, and I pointed to his t-shirt, and I said, Osborne High School, Andrew Wassum, who's an alum ah. of ours. And he said, yeah, I just went home to visit, and he said, how's Shenandoah going? And all I said was Marlette. And all he said was, write everything down, he says. Wow. Oh, that was a really great high. What a compliment. Oh, yeah. That was really great. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Just Marlette. Marlette. Yeah. What a great answer, too. <laughs> That's so, awesome. You know, it just it makes you feel like you're contributing something. Four years of work into one word, and you feel like a million dollars. It's incredible. What's your low? All right, so I thought about this one a lot, and this is a, this is a hard one. I try not to have lows. Uh, in fact, people ask me, how's the year going? And I'll say, most days, it's an 8 out of 10. There's only one negative 3, but I'm not going to tell you about oh, it. Oh, a negative 3. Yeah, that was bad. Okay. Um, but somebody gave me this advice before I kind of sat into the interim dean chair. They said, look, there's your name, a comma, and your title. And so before the comma, like me, my name, Marlette, I don't really have lows in the past you know, month. After the comma, I will tell ah. you, sometimes it's hard. Like you get a request that you can't figure out. You get uh, an email and somebody asks you for something but in order to say yes to that, you have to say no to somebody else. So then how do you balance those requests? And there are a lot of them. So I will say since um, June 5th, the biggest change for me is you know, stepping into an interim dean role, email. More lots, of it? Lots more email. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But the nice thing about the comma is when you go home, and I'm not always good at this, when you go home, you live on the left side of the comma. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Yeah. I, I struggle. I feel like <laughs> your name, your comma there, I love that. But I feel like I identify so much as coach name, and that's yeah. where I struggle. But then at the same time, I would argue that I'm addicted to that. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like music. 
I believe it. We theater. the correlations between our two hobbies. fields is it's hard to have a hobby when you're a correct. musician and a dancer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's hard, but then at the same time, you know, and, and this is where I appreciate my wife so much. She ends and she's she's in mourning. She's grieving right now and she is just there's been a hot plate waiting for me at night, every night. And, you know, it's just been a few nights, but it's been amazing. And it's just, it's, it's good to have her shut that yep. coach word off for a few days. Um, but it allows me to then lean in where, you know, I might have picked up some of the slack the last few months. But, um, you know, I come home from, you know, a 12-hour day and my tail is still lagging and I can feel that. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. My way, Tracy last weekend made me take a hike go to a brewery and then go to a restaurant it sounds like painful you made it sound so hard <laughs> to spend that time and and drink it was great did just she like, go with you or did she just oh, no, no, off no. on this, on she this journey no she did and uh because you're like all right you have been at work too yeah much. yeah on what? saturday we're gonna go on a hike we're gonna go on to a brewery we're gonna go to a restaurant that's fantastic did what you have the, a good time yeah yeah oh yeah Where'd it was great the weather was great all right what was the bear Bear Chase. Bear's Den. Bear, Bear's Den hike. Bear's Den hike. Bear's Bear dirt, Chase. Dirt farm. Dirt oh, Dirt Farm is there too, yep. And then we went to, uh, oh, what's it called in Leesburg? Magnolias. Ooh, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Magnolia? Like Magnolias. in Purcellville. Yes. Nice, like, like on nice restaurant. an old mill that they've exactly. converted. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice it place. It sounds lovely. Yeah. Tracy's company sounds fine too. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Thank, thank goodness. Yeah. In fact, 25 years uh, last month. Congratulations. Right. So, over fall break. We went to Paris. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's a fall break. For a concert. Pink Martini, best concert ever. You have to listen to Pink Martini. Next week's music, choose something by Pink Martini. Oh. Yeah. Damn. We'll that was a request. That was a... He told you. <laughs> With my finger. He's pointing at Sean. <laughs> Sean is on his heels. <laughs> um, okay. Are we good? Highs and lows are done. All right. Hornet hot take, Jeff. Go ahead. This is your moment. Oh. Rant about whatever you want. All right, so I, I shared, I'm not going to rant about too much because that way I'll have my job when we're done. But <laughs> I decided to have a meeting this morning, and after our meeting, we went to the grill. And it was 10.30, but they weren't Was it just like a meal in Paris? Yes. <laughs> yeah, almost just like that, except for not, yeah. Um, so it's 10.30, and I walk up, and you can't order lunch yet. Uh -huh. Okay, but I'm not a big breakfast person. But they said, oh, but we've already made some fries. I said, all right, we'll take two fries. So great. The fries actually were They're exceptionally French. good. They were French <laughs> and they were yeah. very good. Yeah. So then I sit down, but I'm still hungry. And I'm looking around and people have tater tots. Oh. Mm. I'm like, where are the tater tots? Did you know that they'll, they'll make you sweet potato fries too? Yes. Yeah. But do you know what? They call their tater tots breakfast potatoes. Oh. So my rant is two part. One, why can't I buy lunch food at 10.30? And two, why can't I know what tater tots are called? Yeah. They treat them like hash browns or something. I don't know what they treat them. Yeah. Breakfast potatoes. I think it's unfair. That's interesting. That's good to know moving yeah. forward. Val <laughs> valid rant. If I were going to talk a uh, rant about something and think, oh, maybe I get fired by this, I would talk about the fact that I think we should take our diversity, equity, and inclusion work more seriously here at Shenandoah. I don't think that'd be a fireable offense yeah but you know it, it gets complicated yeah do you want to say i, I work on it every day yeah yeah you want to elaborate um your choice so sure in the conservatory we have a strategic plan uh, we just formed a group called belonging together we involve the student council mm -hmm. faculty we're about to kind of regroup
group and figure out what those goals are. Um, and our next uh, step is how can we actually look at inclusive pedagogy at the course level, the program level? Yeah. Yeah, and that's a big step. It is, and it's like you're in it for the long haul. Yeah. And we, yeah, we've been talking about that in arts and sciences as well. Yeah. Um, Beth Cantwell doing a great job of like leading up those efforts, but you know, it gets into you know every department, right? You want some objectives to be relating to inclusivity. Yeah. And then it gets down to the courses and your learning objectives for every course. Yeah. And then you got to think about assignments. But I mean, it's all, it's all necessary and it's all valuable. But um, you know, it takes, takes like a big step back, right, to start actually thinking in those terms. Yeah, we look at it as like an addition to, and we almost need to go back and mm -hmm. include it equal to the other things. Yeah, I'm making yeah. some sort of giant hug motion <laughs> yeah. in case anyone was wondering. No, I like that motion. Yeah. Well, and it's... It's hard because um, sometimes we're impatient and we want to see things happen in a hurry, but sometimes the machine of higher ed moves so slowly. Mm -hmm. And so how do you find the middle between being impatient and needing to make something happen and working through a system that's almost adverse to change? Yeah. yeah. And as, Sorry, as we got really serious. No, or doing things to say you did them. Oh. That checks the impatience box, mm -hmm. I think. Like, hey, we did this. It was successful. Why? Because three students were told they had to be here. That's not <laughs> success as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. 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 Hakeem Leonard does a great job. You know he has a sabbatical all year, all year long? I didn't He's assistant yeah. provost for um, DE. I work here. IDE is what we call it. But yeah, a sabbatical all year long. Wow. He deserves it. And then Ian Pritchard is stepping in mm -hmm. as uh, interim. He's doing a great job, too. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you did your real rant. Yeah. Just saying. Binge and a cringe. So, Jeff, tell us oh. about something you've been really into lately. Oh. Uh, that's the binge, and then a cringe is something you, uh, you don't want to encounter again. Well, Chase and I watch too much TV because I, I can't get my work done during the day, so sometimes I work at night. So while I'm on my laptop, we'll do the binging of Netflixes. And so we have just started watching Six Feet Under again. I don't know if you know that show. Yeah. I've never watched it. I know exactly. Did it started on HBO? Yes. yes. And now Netflix it's has finally, it. they picked it up this week. And yeah. The minute it, it, they picked it up, we're like, oh, click. Yeah. Cringe. And is what, that a good one to yeah. be like a two-screen experience where you're working <laughs> on the, the laptop and then you got it up on your television? Well, here's the thing. We usually binge on things we've seen before. Yeah. So then that calls for two screens, yeah. Yeah. at least. Yeah. You can have your mind elsewhere. What's a cringe? So something that you have seen or listened to or, you know, it doesn't have to be um, a TV show, but just something that you don't want to encounter again. Oh. Wow. Something I don't want to encounter again. Could I be. I can't think of a single thing. Oh. Well, you, you said most days are 8 out of yeah. 10, so that yeah. would imply, like, not much cringe in your life. Right. I had a student stop me in the lobby of OBT last week and say, do you do yoga? Uh -huh. Well, no, but I breathe and I think about mindfulness and I have a chill of the day on my phone. Uh, maybe that helps me not to think of cringes. Nice. What, what, what's your chill of the day? It's an app and you can program as many chills as you want or need. I only have two, one in the afternoon, one in the, in the um, morning and afternoon. And they send you an inspirational quote. Oh, nice. That's something cool. Something to reflect on and chill about. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
I've begun uh, friends for the 1,000th time <laughs> due to Matthew Perry passing. Oh, yeah. Rest so in peace. I totally agree with the binging on things you know and are comfortable. Yeah. There's some sort of, yeah, c- comfort there, mm-hmm. obviously. Before our next segment, I've got a sound introduction. Before I can't Melissa wait. brings it up. Okay, what's that next segment, Mo? <laughs> Informer, tell us about something awesome that you've done at Shenandoah. Oh. I was thinking about this one, too. I thought about them all because I didn't want to embarrass myself too much. Um, and this is going to sound uh, dismissive, but it's not. I've been showing up. Like, I've been showing up for 17 years, and I, I'm kind of proud of that. Yeah. That's a commitment. For sure. But like, if you want something tangible, I guess I would think about... Um, it was a while ago. And a lot of people uh, said, well, what's your plan B? You probably won't be able to do this. I worked with about 100 alums, uh, alums to raise $25,000 to renovate two classrooms and dedicate them to a former dean. And um, now they're dedicated to music teaching and learning. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. I think, yeah, I'm very Who was the that. former dean? Charlotte Collins. Oh. In fact, I, that's, that, why that's your I endowed that in professor. My bio. Yeah, I right? left that in the bio because yeah, I hold that, that endowed chair. Yeah, definitely. Now, now, when you say you're, you've been showing up for 17 yeah. years, what do you mean by showing up? Um, I have, I, I genuinely try to be a good teacher. You know, some people are not cut out to teach. They're really great at, in their content mm-hmm. area. Uh, so Maybe they I, write good papers. Exactly, yeah. So I had a high school algebra teacher who was really good and I loved to watch her teach all of the people that were really good at algebra. I was not good at algebra. But it was really entertaining for me. <laughs> it's just I didn't learn anything. So I, I try to actually show up and teach the students I have. Um, the other thing is, gosh, I have been on too many committees. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you have to show up yeah. to those committees. Right. And then I mentioned this. I've been all the deans. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I was an assistant dean. Uh, an associate dean, an acting dean. Now I'm an, oh, I was a senior associate dean. Senior associate uh-huh. dean. Yeah, Were a, you ever <laughs> assistant to the regional dean? <laughs> oh, something to aspire to now. <laughs> <laughs> assistant to the regional manager? Is that what uh, Dwight Schrute was yeah. in the office? <laughs> I have a student that um, last year would refer to me as the assistant principal. Uh. <laughs> now he refers to me as the building principal. So I think I've gotten a promotion of sorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. All right, so our next segment is called Future Former. So in the future, what sort of former would you want to be known as? Perhaps in your, like, retirement announcements, what do you want to lead that blurb? Mm. Jeff Marlatt, former, da-da-da. Oh, former? Former. Former person who cared a lot. Yeah. Although that sounds like I've died. I think you've conveyed that through all of your answers thus far that you not that you've died that you care a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm not Jeff surprised Marlatt, that you just who said that. cared a lot and always showed up throughout uh-huh. his numerous committees and deanships is yeah. now retiring at the age of well, when do you want see. to retire? With the way retirement works now <laughs> our, 77 or yeah. 102. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I I can't can't do this until I'm 77. Gosh. No, neither, neither can Oof. I. Yeah. That's, that's too long. 
Melissa could probably hang in here. I don't think so. <laughs> this I don't know. I think I, I find my job to be physically taxing. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That I will, will I'll have to work for the aforementioned yep. sigh from Jeff. Um, <laughs> but I don't I don't know that I I see some of my colleagues and peers in women's basketball coaching into their sixties and it's like, oh my gosh, like something has to give on the way I'm doing it. And I'm sure that adaptability will play in. Um, I know this year, this is probably the most fit I've been entering season in a really long time. So I'm hoping that helps. I've been trying to eat right and sleep and drink less and all those things. So we'll see if that even matters, but I feel like my, my, I don't know. It's very physically demanding. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, like, I have my eye on the prize of being able to pay for my kids to go to college. Right. And we've got that Shenandoah, you know, tuition discount in the back pocket. So I think when Sam is done with college, I'll be in my upper 50s. So that, that's the goal. Now, financially, you know, everything else, who knows if Courtney and I will be able to afford that. Right. But uh, that's, that's the dream. You can at least maybe not have the whole thing you're doing now and maybe chop it down a little bit and... Oh, which thing? Like the the, the masity, oh, the yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The whole puzzle that you're doing here, yeah, right? Yeah. You can, can still do take the favorite parts, and yeah. you'll still be super active Transition, in whatever you want to do. Maybe have a gradual retirement or something. Right, right, right. You know, I know two people that taught here for 50 years. Oof, can you, that's a long time. Can't imagine. I in mean, fact, and and I mean, yeah. like uh, one you know, of those most of women us, is still helping with dance, correct? Oh. I, th- I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Because I'm right next to the dance studios over there in Shingleton. And she doesn't even look 50, let alone the fact that she's worked here for 50 years. It's unbelievable. So that might be what keeps her looking great. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to find that balance, too. Shaving off the bed, I guess. <laughs> That's why you got rid of your hair, right, Scott? That's right. It was yeah. just dragging me down. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Buzzword breakdown. So this is kind of what our theme will will ride into the title of the episode and all that. So give us your buzzword breakdown, Jeff. All right. So my buzzword breakdown is authenticity, which is different than being authentic. Like okay. Everybody be your true self and bring it. But I think authenticity is that you can hold space for others and hear them. And there can be silence after somebody speaks. You don't have to listen to respond. But just... Allowing someone else to be in the room and trying to understand their perspective, whether it's the same or different than yours. Mm-hmm. So the, the word authenticity, does that mean like, you know, you're still being your authentic self by allowing them to express what's th- on their mind? I think so. And, and, and it doesn't threaten your authentic, exactly. authentic self. You know, most of the times in my experience, when there's some kind of conflict, it's because someone's not sure if they're going to lose something or they're afraid of something that they can't name. Mm. Not always, but a lot of times. Like afraid of shame, afraid of embarrassment? What do you mean? Just even unforeseen consequences or loss of power. Mm -hmm. You know, we are unique persons and so many times we think that if we're in charge of something, it's a good thing. I had a friend ask me, oh, how's the interim deaning going now that you're in charge of everything? 
And I said, well, it's going pretty well because I'm not naive enough to think that I'm in charge of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so I've learned these lessons. And I learned this lesson uh, early on. There's no such thing as control. I share this with my students all the time. And I learned that from my high school study hall. Oh, it, right. It worked, but boy, was I a miserable person. And they didn't care for me. Yeah. And then um, uh, blame is useless. Blame what? Blame is useless. Is useless. Yeah. So this is my favorite thing during uh, playground duty. <laughs> Someone would come up to you, you know, first and second grader. So-and-so did this or this or that. And then I would say, well, is this about you? No. Then I bet it's going to be okay. But, you know, we're so quick, to, quick to, to blame people. I used to call it not to them because it's important to a first or second grader. You've got to tell somebody. Um, nanny, nanny, boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I go to meetings and I sit and listen to faculty and staff talk about nanny, nanny, boo-boo. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should, you should use that in your next <laughs> faculty staff meeting. Yeah. I'll just put it on the agenda. <laughs> <laughs> nanny, nanny, boo-boo. Okay, moving on. All right, good buzzword, authenticity. Thank you, Jeff. Yep. All right, we are coming up to the Ask It Forward section where we've got a question for you from our previous guest. That was Andrea Smith. And then you'll have a chance to pose a question to our, yep. our next guest. So Andrea's question for you was, if you could live anywhere else, where would it be and why? And she, would, she had said that because uh, she's seen you out and about around Winchester and she appreciates how you've... You and Tracy have made Winchester your home. Yeah. Um, but if you could be somewhere else, where would that be? And, uh, you know, last month's uh, Buzzwords was great. And Andrea, you guys were so kind. But yeah, I do talk and walk. I usually talk to myself, not like out loud. But <laughs> when I'm walking, I'm working through problems. Uh -huh. But, yeah, that's why I don't really drive in the car. Because I like to walk. Good, but good. No, she, she's a great person. And I'm thankful for the shout outs that she gave me last month. Where would I live and why? All right, so again, I know that our viewers cannot see pictures, but I'm gonna show you pictures and then you can explain what I'm showing to you. Okay. Let's see here, hang on, face ID. <laughs> All right, I see uh, a beach, I think. Mm -hmm. Little type of cabana. Uh -huh. Yeah, a little structure, some blue skies, some water. Warm weather. Yeah, and sun. Sun setting. Oh, beautiful sun going down over the water. So during my last sabbatical, Tracy and I were, and I sometimes I say my Tracy. I know she doesn't belong to me, but it's confusing <laughs> at Shenandoah. Yes. Yeah. Actually, so. when I said her name before, I did <laughs> double take, like, his wife's name is Tracy, right? I didn't just throw well, Tracy we have You and Tracy Fitzsimmons like the beach. Of course. <laughs> That's how I interpret oh, it. You know what? Before, uh, before I share this, I had to change Tracy Fitzsimmons in my phone because I kept accidentally calling her. <laughs> yeah. So now um, my Tracy, Tracy one, says Tracy Marlatt. And then people laugh because yeah. why, why, why would you be your wife? Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. And then Tracy Simmons now says president. Just president. That's smart. Just president. Yeah. I put it, I use an emoji. I use an emoji <laughs> on one contact. And it's my wife and it's field hockey sticks. Oh just the field because hockey I was texting sticks. other Ashleys, aka women on my team uh. over the years, something about dinner or our children and they'd be like, What are you asking me? <laughs> so the only emoji I totally feel that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's field hockey sticks. Ashley's Not a field, heart. Yeah. Field hockey sticks. Ashley hockey sticks. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, my last sabbatical, we were able to spend 35 days in Spain and Portugal. Ooh. And these pictures are from far away. I feel like you've been gloating most of this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get a sabbatical and I don't get Portugal. I don't get to go to Paris. You know what I do get? Breakfast potatoes. (laughs) So thank you for that. Yeah. Look, we have a travel account. And we just like put money in the travel account. Yes, I love this. And then I'm you. You and Trace your goals. Just I'm very yeah. frugal. Like I search for the right Airbnb. Tuesday nights is when they change the international flight prices. Oh, yeah. Like okay. Very frugal about this. Yeah. But so Spain and teach Portugal. me your ways. Yeah. Yes. And this was a specific beach this, we were looking yeah, at Faro there. Yeah, Beach, and it was just beautiful. And the reason why is not really because of its beauty. You can just. There is nothing else. You can sit and clear your mind and just be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing that would have been better than that yeah. is if you said it's not because of its beauty. Yeah. It's because it was a nudist beach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It and then we could paint that speech. picture. It was not a new speech. <laughs> and then we'd, he'd pull out his phone with pictures of, of that. And you shouldn't upload those photos. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, it was not a nudist speech, but you could walk to this outdoor drink place and i did on more than one occasion order the porn star martini which was really good yeah no you're a big gin guy too oh yeah yeah all the gins oh yeah um you got to reciprocate the question here right yes so our next guest is miles hairston from the uh, alumni and advancement office he was a student at su he's done a lot of stuff around here a lot of formers in his inspiring guy Mm -hmm. yeah all right this is my question for miles um, if you could bake a cake for anybody, who would it be? Oh, my God. He is and what, a phenomenal baker. Really? Oh, my God. And what kind of cake would it be and why? Bake a cake for anyone. Who yeah. would it be? What would you bake yeah. and why? Okay. I have utilized Miles' skill set for, I forget what birthday it was, one of my two boys, and he did a Spider-Man cake. Oh, awesome. And it was aesthetically impressive gorgeous beautiful a piece of art and it was equal if not better tasting which is very rare <laughs> you know he sings really well he's in harambe yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna call let's find out what miles can't do that's my goal find out it sounds he like he's too amazing do. yeah mission for the next episode. yeah let's tear him down let's take him down <laughs> a couple pegs he's got this new promotion let's take him down a level that's right Awesome. Jeff, is there anything that you would like to plug as we start to think about the end of the semester? Yeah. All right. So um, get some sleep, drink some water. Sleep and water. And then when you come back in January, because everything's, look, between now and finals, oof, that's a lot. Yeah. But in January, figure out some performance in the conservatory you want to go to. We have over 300 performances a year. And to students, and faculty, they're free. Yeah. Yeah. Just and there will be performances. There will yeah. be plenty to go to. Just one. But in the meanwhile, get some sleep and drink water. But, yeah. I will take that as a challenge. I to need to go. Yeah, I do. And I, drink water. Well, that <laughs> is always, uh, that's functioning, right? But the conservatory thing, I need to be better about that. I'm going to try to take my team. It's because you guys oh, perform at a lot of our events. I mean, uh, excuse me, our games, like the yeah. anthem and stuff. And I need to be better. And the, and the, and the marching band and oh, all yeah, of this whole awesome. umbrella of talent that is succinct from yeah. athletics, I need to be better. So I take that as a challenge, uh, Jeff. Well, so go to anything you want to, but 
you might want to go to a dance concert. Yes. The last dance concert was phenomenal. And, you know, everything we do is phenomenal. But I'm saying this because the whole music, athletic uh, mindset, not having a hobbies sometimes but those dancers they're athletes oh i know like, that they're in the hallway oh my god those people <laughs> yeah. are fit i'm actually going thursday night to the the senior yeah. showcase the senior yeah. performances i'm on the committee of one of the the dancers Ooh. as the outside person who knows nice. nothing about dance so i'm bringing my daughter who's a dancer with me but they, all those are sold out. People probably won't hear this in time to even buy tickets, but uh, they're all sold out, like Thursday through yeah. Sunday. Like yep. five or seven different shows. So I'll be there for that. All right. Our sponsor of this month's episode is a, uh, a software program called Stellic. Any faculty advisor who is listening to this podcast will know why Stellic is the sponsor. Um, I won't say any more, except be sure to use the code BUZZOFF in Stellic to add at least 15% to your advising workload. <laughs> Jeff <laughs> is, uh, is laughing, I think. Are you familiar with Stellic? I am familiar with All Stellic, right. yes. Um, so our email address, and we have an Instagram, don't forget that, but our email, buzzwords at su.edu. Instagram is subuzzwords. Website, subuzzwords.podbean.com. Next month, our guest is going to be Miles Hairston, who is currently the Associate Director of Alumni and Advancement Events, but he has been a lot of things at SU, so we look forward to talking to him. Until then, keep, keep on, on buzzing. Keep on buzzing. <laughs>